Pints and Pies Podcast is the perfect wrestling podcast. Pints and Pies Podcast. Pints and Do you really want to, do you really want to taste it? What's going up must come. Do you really want to, do you really want a podcast? Baby, you're losing. Find what you'll soon become. The mirror lies, the whole world's wrong. But you, dancing with your blinkers on. Though your dog, the invisible bone. Welcome <laughs> to Tights and Fights. We were all dancing during that. You can just imagine it. The show that discusses wrestling with the sincerity and hilarity that it deserves. I'm Double Double Toil and Lubble Hal Lublin, and I'm joined today by my fellow members of the Nation of Conversation, Raddington Brown, Danielle Radford. Thank you. I do like that. Also, I like how close it sounds to Paddington. So That was why, yeah. Yeah, right? <laughs> That's all I was thinking of. I watched Paddington of. one last night on Netflix. Oh, so. watch the second one. You'll be in tears. No, I've seen them both multiple times. Don't worry. Like, Oh, it's so fucking delightful. Oh, so good. How do they have the right to make something that good and beautiful? and pure in this world. I'd love to see Paddington enter the rumble. Oh! <laughs> That's my dream rumble entrant. Because no one would throw him out because they'd be like, he would, and he would accidentally mm-hmm. eliminate people by like slipping them on yeah. marmalade sandwiches and like moving his hat and stuff. It would be so great. He just hard stares everybody until they get out of the ring yeah. themselves. Yeah, he <laughs> would win. The, Paddington could, for the rumble. Listen to me, Vince. Could be the stop motion Paddington from the 70s? Yes, actually. Absolutely. Yes, please. <laughs> Oh. You can hear it. he comes out to the It's the multiverse of Paddington's. He can he can enter it five Across different times like Meg McFoley. Coming this December. <laughs> to the Paddingverse. Please, Doctor Strange, uh get rid of everybody who knows what darkest the room is. <laughs> <laughs> Not the best part of Paddington, but Paddington. <laughs> Paddington number three! <laughs> One of the other voices you've heard in that deluge of pop culture commentary, was N. Kelk's T 2.0, Lindsay Kelk. That's just rude and I won't acknowledge it. Yeah, your lighting is much better, I can see <laughs> I it. I absolutely won't accept that, Julian. You've done stellar work for the last five years, but that's absolutely not, sir. I take back everything. I rescind my Paddington comments. I retire from this part. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> just ripping off wow. the colors off the wall. Get these yeah. fucking colors We're out of here. We're finally reunited and then look what happens. Immediately a walkout. This is why we've been separating. <laughs> Because we knew if we came together, right. we, would talk, we would talk about Paddington and be happy, and then we would compare Lindsay to NXT 2.0, and she would fucking leave. <laughs> she'd be right to. And she'd be right to. Thank you, Danielle. Yeah. <laughs> we have some late breaking news. This is not from this week. This is from last week, isn't no. it? Does that happen that this, week? this week? Well, there's an update, and it happened, yeah. It happened after we recorded, Oh, my sure. gosh. I didn't even realize. It's all one day. <clears throat> Time it's has fine. no meaning, yeah, Hal. Welcome yes. to 2020. Anyway, late-breaking news from sometime, somewhere in the space-time continuum. Mustafa Ali wants his release from WWE, and now it's been reported that WWE does not intend to let him go, because... That's the the dark side of contracts. Forget the dark side of the ring. Let's talk about the dark side of contracts. So you're like, you, can I please leave? Danielle, there's no. money in that for you. There's a podcast there. The Dark Side of Contracts by Danielle Radford. I understand how contracts work, but it's giving a little indentured servitude. Um, it's giving a little... It's giving me he doesn't want to be there. Imagine being the only guy that didn't get fired and you were the one that wanted to get fired. That's got a fucking soul. And you're literally saying now... 
just let me go. I don't need the severance pay. I don't need the, the how the, you know, the three months of severance pay, like while I wait for to be able to be booked again, just please let me go. And they're like, no. Yeah. I just, my dream, a dream is a wish the heart makes, right? Like my dream is that it's because they have plans. Yeah, (laughs) any chance it's a work. But that's my dream is that they're like, we want to do something with you. Could be a work. It's not though, is it? Yeah, who knows? I just think he's a very earnest man. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And not always to his benefit. But like Mm. that man is sincere. It makes me really sad. I hate to think of anyone being unhappy and I hate to think of him being unhappy when I think he was, he is someone who wants to do good in the world, I believe. Um, I, look, and this is all a uh, specky spec speculation. It sounds like they were trying to go down the like, well, you're going to uh, do the same thing you're doing now, but be like slightly more evil Muslim. And it's like, dude's not going to fucking do that. He's already said on multiple occasions, I did that when I first started and I will regret it until the day my career is over. Like, he's not going to fucking do that. I hope there's a solution. I hope he gets to do what he wants to do. I'm curious about what it is that he wants to do, because that's what he said, right? He's like, I have a message to spread and I can't do it where I am. Um, Because I know he's been doing like inspirational speaking and he set himself up as like a TED Talk type person. Um, And I'm curious as to whether his plan is even to wrestle. I mean, he posts a lot of his training. He posts all of his work. He's forever trying to do those dream tweets, tweet himself into a movie. (laughs) Like no one does that as often as Mustafa Ali and I respect him for it. He knows he looks like a Disney prince. Right? And he's like, please Marvel for Mm -hmm. fuck's sake. Yeah, I'm curious as to what what his end goal is, apart from getting the fuck out of there, which I can't blame him. But what it what, what is it that he would want to do? That's right. what I want to know. We'll see. One thing we know we know what somebody wants to do. That's John Moxley. He's back. He's ready to wrestle. He looks good, and that's what happens when you just drink blood straight out of bags, straight out of people. Yeah. I've seen Blade. Not only will you look better, but you'll live forever. <laughs> there you go. Are you going to be more nocturnal? Sure, that goes with the the whole mm-hmm. deal. But, you know, you come back ready to go, focused, and also your count. Wrestling is pretty nocturnal. So not Mm. a bad career for a vampire. True. If anyone's listening to this and wants to write the vampire wrestler comic book. uh, Or if any vampires, yeah, are listening to this and want to look for it. If only there were any vampire wrestlers. (laughs) If only. If only that gimmick. I miss them all. I know. (laughs) Yeah, he looks so well. You go ahead and say whatever you want to say. You go ahead and think. Whatever you want to think. I'll tell you the same thing I would have told that black demon, that cloud hanging over me in my dream. You can take all that shit and shove it right up your ass. I don't run from demons. I just beat the shit out of them. A friend of mine who is not a wrestling fan, but her husband is a wrestling fan, texted me when um, uh, when he made his return on AEW, and she just texted me and said, "Like Joe Moxley looks so well," with like smiley face, smiley face, and I was just like, "He does." I'm pleased that even though you don't care about wrestling, you care enough about this man and his recovery to um, acknowledge it and contact your friend who does love wrestling right. to share in that joy. It was lovely. It was a really nice moment, and. Um, I think we're all happy for him. No one's ever going to be unhappy after what happened, right? Yo, so I I have to, because this just happened and I'm blown away by it. While he insists that he is not saying that Mox owes the fans an apology, Bully Ray has come out and said, I wish he would have given an apology to the fans. Like, I don't. D- did that nigga knock me up? Like, I don't need anything from him. Like, why do you... <laughs> My name is not Renee 
French last name I can't pronounce. And I guess uh, Belay's point was like, well, you know, the people that would have bought tickets to like come up to see him. And it's one of those things where it's like, that's not how AEW works, my dude. Yeah, it kind of just smacks of, in my day, we drank ourselves to death and still came out to wrestle. Uh, You know, (laughs) it's like we had an arm hanging off. And it was just, I mean, it's very, it's just a scratch, isn't it? It's very yes. multi python like, throw some more painkillers yeah. in that motherfucker. I gotta go dive off a table. Right? What a pussy. How dare he take care of his health for his wife and his child and as a good example for all these people who follow him. What a puss. It's the same mentality that's mirrored in the corporate world with like, you gotta go in the office. The most important thing you can do, you know, one time my leg was falling off and I had a 400 degree fever and I still went in because... I had to get a report yeah. done. Don't ask you me what the report that was. I don't remember. You still went in. You delivered that 18,000 slide PowerPoint. And uh, productivity yeah. was up 0.2 of a percent that week. So who's who's the fool? Yeah. Apologize. When I, when I, <laughs> when I saw the trend, I all, immediately my head went to the gif of Grover drawing the letter K. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Also, okay. um, AEW did it. They broke the fuck barrier. What? Well, as part of Moxley's, not that kind of fucker. Although, yes. Um, like, what a, what a week to miss it. <laughs> I think that's been debunked, hasn't it? you said it? the word fuck? Yeah, wasn't it something else? Didn't it wind up being something else that sounded no, like it? No, you're thinking of something else completely, and we can definitely <laughs> talk about that. We, we don't know, but Roman had a very impassioned, we shall say, promo against Seth. Uh, and it was very, mm-hmm. was it was great. very good. And then there was definitely a part where it <laughs> sure sounds like he, he says the N word with a soft A. That is not what I was thinking of oh. at all. Not even a little bit. It was the F word. Okay. I thought, because I thought you were thinking about that because some people are like, he didn't say that. He didn't say that. It sounds like he started to say that and then like, like swallowed it down. I had to rewatch that clip so many thousands of times to get what everyone was talking about like a sweet innocent paddington baby that i am because i was like what is it what is it and then no i was one like was saying what it was because oh, we were all just getting wait. these jokes off i know and i'm such an idiot that was like oh i didn't i didn't it didn't even occur to me that he would say the word because i don't say the word and i don't really hear the word that often in my everyday life in my house on my own with my white husband so i didn't know what i was listening for and then i went Bell to Bell the and anderson are just like dropping in bombs right no my cats are just running Only if around it's in a song. they are not <laughs> censoring themselves when they cover gold digger that's what i know those terrible cats yeah. terrible cats i've raised them poorly um no even my cats know that we don't say it it's not our word i'm literally like going through and doing like lineage where I'm like, okay, let's look at this family tree. <laughs> right. um, I'm pretty uh-huh. sure Rikishi put one up somewhere. I, I gotta, I gotta trace it back and say, mm. it's like, look, I know his wife's <laughs> wife, but like, I gotta, I, I gotta do some homework. If you trace Samoan lineage, they actually, when Pangea existed, they were part of the, uh, the Africa portion that it broke off and that became smaller. So you're just sitting there doing yeah, no doing racism math. Yeah, like, <laughs> Zach Galifianakis well, calculating. If we yeah. all come from Adam and Eve, <laughs> <laughs> it was a nice moment for the internet, if nothing else. Look, Randall definitely has said a heating <laughs> gaming <laughs> word. Gaming word. Hard, hard R. Oh no, hard it was R. like a hard. Yeah, it, it was not. Um, he's definitely, and I mean, this isn't like uh, slander. Uh, he said it. You can find it. Um, he, he said, a hard RKO out of yeah. nowhere. <laughs> 
Because <laughs> literally every time I'm like, when's the last time Randall fucks up? He fu-, like, and I start like actually doing the tally. He fucks up immediately. So there's nothing. There's nothing. I assume that's do. why they put him with Riddle to distract. You know, it's like having like a big firework going off next to a little firework. So you don't look at the little firework because you're looking at the big firework. So it's like Randall could be fucking up morning, noon and night, but you're too busy going like, rat roll, what's this dickhead going to say and do? <laughs> it was uh, otherwise looks like it's going to be a fun rivalry. Everybody's appearing on everybody's shows now. Like Seth's on on Raw again. There are no rules. The brand split was a terrible idea. I was right. I was right. Back in 2002 or whenever they did it the first time. And I was right in 2000 whenever they did it last. Bad idea. Doesn't make sense. You're going to want them on each other's shows anyway. You don't even play by your own rules. Stop it, Vince. Stop. Stop trying to convince us you have more companies than you do. You have one. It's all the same. I think the, it's the all brand the same. split works when they were hoarding talent because it was like, okay, I will get to see more people. But then it didn't happen where I got to see more people, which is what... I wanted mm-hmm. was to be like, okay, well, cool. Well, now I know that more of my favorites will get TV. Oh no, still in catering. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, what other, any other highlights of the week for you on any of the programs that you watched? I loved seeing Kevin Owens get a win this week. Back mm. to his yes. sneakity sneak Kevin Owens. And if he's going to take, Very beat good. Damian Priest for the US title, I'm not mad about that. Damian Priest had a really good main roster run. He's had a really solid run mm-hmm. ever since Mania last year with his mm-hmm. like, fucking amazing bad bunny. I still can't get over how good that was. Yeah. I think Damien Priest is just a verified success. I think he's certified fresh on Rotten Wrestling. Mm. Um, <laughs> so maybe it's time to give KO that belt and let him have a run with it and do something really fun. Because if they're not going to give him the main belt, let's give him the US belt. He was great when he had the US <laughs> belt last time, so I'm good with it. I also think it's time for Damien Priest to have a heel run. They keep... You know, they alluded to it again when he was talking to Edge on Rod. He's yeah. like, I don't know, sometimes the dark part of me comes alive and I <laughs> should stop punching people. I'm down to like, have angry Damien Priest coming into the bar wearing his championship belt and trying to buy you a drink back because uh, Sleazy Priest is, is, is where it's at. Face yeah. Priest served a purpose when you were doing the bad bunny of it all. But he's not a natural face, is he? No. So mm-hmm. no. let's do it. Yeah, I'm trying to think of what I mean, there was a lot of stuff. Um, I'm yeah, as we discussed before we started recording, we're real fucking ready for the road, guys. I'm pumped for the Rumble. Like I'm pumped for the Seth Roman match. I'm pumped. I'm actually kind of excited for Lashley Lesnar. We talked about that last week that we're more excited than we thought we would be. I'm super excited for the Women's Rumble still. I think they're doing solid work getting me excited for the Royal Rumble. I have nothing good to say about NXT, we'll get to that too. Um, but I, I watched NXT and I was like, oh noes. And AEW like continues apace. <laughs> so that's my week in wrestling roundup for this week. Obviously, it's always fun when someone like Lita comes back and, and does some some of that good, good work. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, uh, Nikki turned heel. Not for me. If you're a superhero, it's fine. I see what they're doing because they're saying, oh, we can't turn Rhea heel because that's the obvious heel turn for Rhea to turn on Nikki. But like, do you know why it's obvious? Because it makes way more fucking sense and Rhea's a natural heel and Nikki is not. um, Unless you're going to have a be sanity Nikki. So I feel like you're done fucked up here, friends. You can have a superhero or almost a superhero or a wannabe superhero. You can have them on your show and it's fun. You can't have a supervillain without having a superhero. It doesn't fucking make sense. 
No. Like, it's just weird. Like, I mean, what's she going to do? Is she going to go fucking, you know, like, take over fucking the Daily Bugle? Like, what is she going to do? Like, what are you, (laughs) is she going to go to Connecticut and, like, take over or whatever? Like, I really worry for her place on the roster in general when Alexa is back at full strength, because where where does a Nikki Cross, Healy, super, a a very, like, strong character. It's very much character-based. Yes. And she's a heel. Where does that sit next to an Alexa Bliss? Who is doing it more naturally and, um, with far more panache because honestly that was what i wanted i wanted like still evil alexa if you're gonna keep her being that character versus nikki like how cute is that like you got like the superhero versus like dark dark lady uh and they're both like good at what they do obviously this isn't like my favorite version of nikki but i get it some things don't have to be for me but how good would that have been to get like your spooky spook versus your your sunny shine Big DC universe energy. Yes. And then, you know what? Something winds up happening and they're both in the same hotel room together and there's just one bed. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, now I'm just writing fan fiction. They put a curtain in between them. Doesn't work. (laughs) In Judaism, we call it a mikvah. Um, I'm sick of this Alexa Bliss character. I'm tired of it. I want it to go away. Can we like throw her into the crystal chamber from Superman two and take that yeah. off of her? Do we? Do I really have to watch like Robert Robert Rude the third give her therapy? How do you feel when I say the word trust? Lily. How about friend? Lily. Home. Lily. Doll. Lily. Imaginary. I really thought they would bring her back without all this. Um, I, I'm tired. I'm tired. I don't want it anymore. I don't like it. I don't like it. No more Lily. No more getting that eye makeup off every day must be an absolute nightmare for her she and i had a lovely conversation once about skincare i know it's something she cares about (laughs) i'm concerned uh i i want it i want it gone i want it gone i want alexa back this has served its purpose it's run its course it is time to let it go it it doesn't work as well when bray's gone it was bray's gimmick it doesn't work as well when bray's gone and when it's just her like it just doesn't and that's like no shade to her but her character is essentially a, a legacy character. Um, and that doesn't super work for me because it's like, well, I've already seen someone who did this gimmick and then I watched him evolve this gimmick. And it's not fair to you that suddenly it's your gimmick now, but that's what's happening. And that's not the Alexa that I like. Another piece of news that I think came yesterday is Sami Zayn has reportedly re-signed with WWE in a multi-year contract. So that's nice to see. Yeah, and I saw that people were super cranks about it, but like... Because uh, they want him in AEW. And, and not everyone can go to AEW, y'all. Like, it's... We're going to have the same problem of all of your faves not getting TV time. Like, you can't load up all of these companies with everyone that you love. And also, fucking... Look, the wrestlers just, like, don't have these grudges that y'all have. Like, this, like, weird thing where it's, like, us against them on either side. The wrestlers just want wrestling. Plus friendship, and there is no friendship greater than the Kevin Owens Sami Zayn friendship. So I don't want them separated. Yeah, if they ever leave, they're leaving forever. And that's like what together. I'm reading is that they signed at the same time. 
that it was like double contract signing, like a double wedding. That's what we want. They hooked their arms they, around each other. Yes, yes. <laughs> they signed each other's contract. They used like put their hands through the like one stood with his hands on his hip and the other one put their arms through those hands as though they were their real hands and they signed for each other. Oh, it was a beautiful perfect. thing. Um, they actively request just one bed. I don't know if you know that. <laughs> and then they wear matching pajamas and like sleep hats. Uh, and it's like Morecambe and Wise or Bert and Ernie and they just like watch TV and it's lovely. And then one goes at the same time the other one's going shoo. Love them so much. Yeah. And they, they uh, and they have pens where if they take the pen out of their hand, uh, it's got thorns on it, so it hurts because friendship <laughs> hurts. Oh, God. <laughs> Can I make it? I I had to read about that, and I thought I was done with it, and I would never have to hear about it now again. Now you met me. No. And now here yeah. it is, back in yeah. my ears and back in my mind. I'm not a good. And now person. I'm walking yeah. off. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Welcome to Tights and Fights, the podcast of Danielle Radford. Like that's it. That's it now. <laughs> uh, Lindsay, before we go to the break, do you want to talk about what happened in the AEW Women's Division this week? No, because <gasps> I didn't watch it. So no, I don't. <laughs> I don't. I want to give some credit here, though, Lindsay. Because we also had Serena Deeb, who defeated Sky Blue in a singles match. So you had two matches with women. That's very exciting. We've been asking for and it. And you had Jade Cargill and Anna Jay in the world's shortest promo for one another. Like, it uh, kind of did nothing to sell me on the match for either of them. And they both had guys there talking with them, like, that are seemingly useless to the story can it just be about the two uh, you, of them Do you'd like that to... to happen i would like that to happen baby steps i credit where credit's due baby steps i'm getting i got more more than one women's match fantastic uh a promo fantastic. they solve their problems let's keep it up let's keep yeah. it up i mean credit where credit's due but like you don't stop at one you know like yeah. it's gotta keep going mm-hmm. I, I need to see more sure. than this but it, uh, yeah so yeah, yeah. let's do it i'm oh. excited also promising um Get well soon, Nyla Rose. Nyla Rose got the COVID, so oh, no. she had yeah she had to cancel a bunch of like her stuff, and so that's a real bummer because I like uh, Nyla Rose working, and I like when I can watch her work. So that's a bummer. True. Well, if you have any thoughts as we enter Royal Rumble week, we'll have an episode thread in our Facebook group where you can discuss it with the rest of the Nation of Conversation. Plus, you can read more of what we thought on Twitter and Instagram. Isn't it two weeks? It's a week what? on Sunday. The Royal Rumble it's a week on weeks? Sunday. A week it's a week from Saturday. Okay, Saturday. Shit, I keep forgetting they change things on me, which is extremely oh rude. I don't agree with yeah. this. And me month. without my bucket of popcorn. When we come back, a ring general by any other name would chop just as hard. That's next on Tights and Fights. I'm John Moe. My show, Depression Mode, is all about mental health. And this week, I talk with Amanda Knox. She spent four years in an Italian prison for a murder she didn't commit. That's a lot of trauma, and she's okay talking about it. If I touch on something that you'd rather not get into, just say so, we'll cut the whole exchange out. But it also seems like you're pretty open (laughs) open about a lot of things. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I am having trouble imagining anything that you could talk to me about (laughs) that I... I know. What are we going to throw Amanda Knox with? (laughs) Depression Mode with John Moe, only on Maximum Fun. Welcome back to Tights and Fights. I'm Hal Loveland and I'm joined today by... Danielle Radford. And... 
Lindsay Kelk. This week we're giving one corner of wrestling some extra attention. This is our main event. Let's get ready to oh! Anal bleeding. Ah! Whoa! Uh, Holy shit! WWE Dynamite. I hate ducks! On a hard fart victory. Live, pal. What? I finally counted. It's like 12 seconds long. I'm so happy. Walter was one of the last <laughs> major signings onto NXT. He became the longest reigning NXT UK champion, made a few cameos on the main roster, and now he's got a new name that's super problematic. Let's Before we get into that, let's talk about Walter, the performer. Uh, he's one of those guys, like it's one thing to be good at wrestling. I think that is that is a skill in and of itself. It's enjoyable to watch. Then you add a layer to that of people who understand the assignment. Mm. They know the role they're supposed to play. They know the story that they're supposed to tell. And and that supersedes your technical skill. If you understand the assignment, that will make up for a lot. If you, if you add understanding the assignment to skill, then you get a guy like mm. Walter who doesn't need the biggest moveset in the world, doesn't need to do a lot of fancy stuff, but everything he does he does well and has purpose and that's what makes him like that's what draws people to him as a performer my name is the ring general walter and i am the wwe united kingdom champion we are imperium and we are here to restore the honor of our sports. Anytime that you have a move that everyone is waiting for you to do because they identify it so much with you, you've already won in the eyes of the fan. And like, well, Walter Chop, yo. Those slow motion videos of people getting chopped by him where you can literally watch the skin and muscle like ripple where it looks like it's like, oh, that's either going to cause a heart attack or we'll start a heart backup CPR, like CPR style. <laughs> like there's nothing else that like that chop can't do. Especially I think with a lot of big men being stoic and all of that stuff, like, you know, there's obviously like a whole bunch of different ways to go about them. But again, the fact that he has so many like signatures that people really like and really enjoy, he's an all around winner, which makes this name a huge fucking bummer. I had the pleasure of enjoying Walter at a progress show. Prior to all the unpleasantness. Uh, Progress chapter 24, midweek. Midweek matters, which is an Alan Partridge gag for everyone that cares to see it. When I was over on a book tour and I got to go to the show in Camden and it was an excellent show and I was looking at the card and I'm like, oh shit, all these amazing people were there and I don't even remember all of it because I had had a drink. The top match was Walter versus um, the now disgraced Travis Banks. Let's never speak of him again. But Walter beat him for the championship. There is something about him in person mm. that is like awe-inspiring. He is fucking huge. His presence as a wrestler, when you think about how stoic he is and um, his aesthetic is very severe. It's very, you know, basic. It is what it is. I know they put that little coat on him for a while because they were like, I'm the ring general. I have a coat. And like, not necessary. When he just walks out in his tiny panties and his boots... And he's going to beat the living shit out of you with one hand. You don't need anything else. Uh, and seeing it live, seeing it in person was genuinely like affecting. Uh, he is, he's a 
huge talent. And aside from his wrestling talent, he's also like a huge trainer, right? He was head trainer at um, the XCX for a very long time. He's like very into bringing up other wrestlers. He's very into growing the business, which is lovely when you think about someone who has such a stern heel persona, but then yes. you know he's a big cuddly teddy bear underneath. Which is my favorite kind of person. Which is the best kind of big meaty man that slaps meat, mm-hmm. is one that would also fix you a hot chocolate and be like, what do you want to watch? Like, that's the best kind of guy. Oh, don't do that to me. That just made me feel things. Right? Right? <laughs> Hi, a romance novelist over here. Uh, <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> I fucking love Walter, and... Every time they've teased that he might be coming over, because he was great in NXT UK. His matches with Ilya Dragunov, obviously, like we'll get to those. But he was great mm-hmm. in NXT UK. He really, really was. He was the right person to take the title from Pete Dunne. Like, mm-hmm. He was fantastic. Every time they've teased him coming over, I've been like, I want it, I want it. And then it went away. And then obviously there was the pandemic and that changed things. And that was yes. a nightmare. Um, and then they were like, guess what? You can have it. But ha 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 ha, we're gonna fuck it up. It's fucking monkey's paw. Why is it always monkey's paw of like, we're right? going to give you the thing that you want, but ch- 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 uh, uh, the gimmick you like dies. And yeah. It's like, it, no. it makes precisely no sense. I've looked at this from a thousand ways. We all know I'm the fucking hopeful little toaster. I know it's a brave toaster, but I'm a more optimistic toaster. I'm not brave. <laughs> I'm the optimistic coffee maker. I've tried to figure it out and I know they change a name to get a trademark or whatever but he's been there he's been there he's not new so A before we get to the real issue right here A it makes no sense B there's only one Gunther this is extremely <laughs> fucking rude and <laughs> like that man just died yeah, uh, there's only away. one Gunther and I refuse to <laughs> accept it and then three wow wow I want to give them the benefit of the doubt and say they just said, hey, what's a Germanic first name that's a bit like Walter that you're happy to use? And he said, I don't know, Gunther. And then Stark in German means strong, right? So I'm like, I speak a little German. Daniel speaks a little German. Stark is strong. So I was like, I see how they got to Stark because they're like, Gunther strong. Yeah. Because Lord, do they not like subtlety? Right? Exactly. I want to believe they didn't Google it and they just asked him for a first name and came up with their own last name. But fuck me, there's no excuse. There's no excuse. There's no forgiving it. It's deeply fucking problematic. It's deeply fucking stupid. And when you combine those two things, you get WWE. So actually, you get wrestling. You get wrestling. wrestling. For them to trademark a name, don't you have to look it up first? Like, doesn't someone have to say, like, I, we need to make sure this isn't trademarked? Yeah. And in the process of that, maybe also just, like, give your little Google fingers like a, right. a little treat and just run them over that keyboard and see what the gooks turns up. My guess is someone who doesn't get paid enough to feel like they are able to speak their mind probably saw this, probably doesn't know a lot about the business. And said, oh, it'll be fine. And they were like, no, just a U-boat captain. Next. And it's like, wait, just word to the wise. Whenever you come up with U-boat captain, you can't use the word just in front of it. Ask a couple of people whether or not it's a good idea to use the name of a fucking U-boat captain 
for a German wrestler who already is flirting with some fascist overtones in his gimmick. Yeah. Yeah. Um, flirting? I'm being polite. They're doing anal, Lindsay. <laughs> no lube. We're beyond no lube. flirting. And now you just whip out a name change that makes no fucking sense no, at I all. I don't want to watch NXT programming and think about relatives I have who escaped from or died in concentration yeah. camps. I don't want to have to think about that. I don't want to have to think that about that. Fair. They should be ashamed of themselves. They should be publicly apologizing. And Walter was a fine name. It wasn't his name. It was never his name that made a difference. But, like, if somebody's good enough, you could literally name them pile of dog shit and people will cheer for or boo dog for them shit, if they are good at their shit, job. Dog shit. It's it is not quite fucking 1993 anymore. I don't fucking care what your name is. Yeah. I'm not holding Walter responsible for this. I, I don't know who to blame. I don't I don't know. Is it Bruce Pritchard? Is it Vince McMahon? I don't know who came in and did it. But but as a country as a company as a whole, either you're so fucking bad at your job that you don't do a simple check on any name before you trademark it to see if there are any problem areas, or you did it anyway. Which is worse, but also considering it's professional wrestling. Maybe not that much worse. Like, they're both pretty terrible. I can't think of any name change where they had somebody drop their last name. Like, poor fucking Chad Gable. He goes from Chad Gable to Gable to Shorty fucking G. And then finally, he's back to Chad Gable because that's his name. And yeah. it works. And it doesn't matter what his fucking name is. When you change it to turn it into a gimmick, it doesn't. it's not helping you sell more t-shirts. I understand the, the, the need to own everything because, God forbid, you don't squeeze every single person in your employee dry of every cent you can get and Every from part them. of their identity but that means something. have some to them. class and have a brain in your head about it. It's sickening. Yeah. There's, yeah. there's just no upside. And I hate, I hate that it's making us have this conversation. I hate that wrestling fans had, you know, like Jewish wrestling fans had to fucking see that and be like, oh, <sighs> okay. And what the fuck? Why would you do that to them? Why have you just said to this whole chunk of your fan base that they don't fucking matter? And that what has happened, you know, I, I, it's, this is a big conversation. And it's not my place to have it. It's not my place to say these things. But having had it happen to like women wrestling fans and know how that fucking feels. And I'm like, oh, and you just did it to someone else. And like, fuck. Maybe, just don't. So it is, it is our place to speak up because we should all speak up for each other, right? Like that's our thing that we do. And not make other um, people carry all of the burden. When not make other people shit, carry yeah. the burden and not make other people be responsible for calling something out when it's wrong. Like we should all call something out when it's wrong. Otherwise things don't change. If you only rely on the people who have been wrong to call it out, things won't change. You all got to call it out. That's the thing. I can't believe you've done this. Right. They did and then they backtracked, which is, is, is magical. Um, but fuck me. But, you know, Walter's great. I love Walter. I mean, thank God they didn't say Starks on the air. But also Gunther isn't isn't any better a wrestling name than Walter. I mean, if you really, like, analyze I it. I have never been. Just... I mean, look, I know that it's obvious. It's obviously got, like, a, a, a really terrible history. But I'm sorry. I've never been afraid of a Gunther. <laughs> no, because Gunther's going to make you coffee and smell your hair and, like, be secretly in love with you for 10 seasons. I, I don't. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, no, it's not. This last this last week, uh, everyone is real shit in the bed when it comes to like <laughs> <laughs> between like this and Roman maybe saying the soft day, and then um, 
the AEW mixtape, which does sound like it might have some people on there that we like, and it's not just going to be Brandy mm-hmm. doing like a half an hour of talking about how like she has a mixed child. Um, <laughs> it does sound like it might be good, but like between all of these announce like announcements and the way that they were made, it- it's just been a real weird fucking week. Yeah, I just I wish we could mm-hmm. sit here and celebrate the fact that Walter is coming up to NXT yes. proper, and we're getting Walter, and maybe we're going to get a Walter Braun Breaker. Oh, uh, I want it. Which could be fucking great, right? We should be able to sit here right now and be like, oh my God, Walter Braun Breaker, that's going to be really good because we'll get full heel Walter. He'll have Imperium with him. This is going to be such a great story. They could really go mm-hmm. at it. Walter can really elevate Braun. Uh, they could have some real fucking humdingers of matches and it could really establish Braun Breaker as who he is and hopefully put the belt on mm-hmm. Walter at some point and have like the reign of Walter in NXT US or I refuse to say 2.0. Um, but instead we've got to sit here and be like, well, fuck me, Nazis. Like what the actual fuck? What the actual fuck? I can't believe it, yeah. but I can believe it, but I can't believe it. But the optimistic coffee maker is so tired. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Halbert, do you have anything that you want to um, add on to the end of this? Because, like, obviously, like, uh, neither one of us is Jewish. And so, like, want to make sure that we give you the floor for, like, final thoughts. I would say that I'm, I'm extremely disappointed and and sad and angry and not surprised. And maybe that's the most disappointing part of all is, I, like, I know... I'm I'm never surprised when when wrong decisions like this are made in any single promotion I don't care who it is. And it's uh it's just tough to see. I wish I wish I could believe anybody anybody say we're doing the right thing for the right reasons ever. And then can't say that and then also do this. It's just <laughs> It's just, a, it's, it's very disappointing. That's what I'd say. Disappointing, but not surprising. That's it. Yay. <laughs> disappointing, yeah. but not surprising. Let's say stuff we like about Walter, which uh, we asked the Nation of Conversation about. Here's what you had to say. Ian Jasek on Twitter said, Walter is my favorite big man. He truly has a less is more moveset. Both his matches with Tyler Bate, NXT and Progress, are my favorite David versus Goliath mm-hmm. matches. Yeah. Again, he, he understands the yep. assignment. That's it. New Rules New Life on Twitter said, I like Walter as a special attraction, and his matches with Dragunov were hard as fuck. This is my profession. My mind is cold. I'm 100% focused on what is necessary to stay the NXT UK champion. And when we meet, it will be the greatest fight of your life, Ilya. Seeing him on SmackDown every week would get tired, but I'd love to see him work with Big E for the proper big meaty men bump and meat <laughs> yes. match. A lot of great big meaty men bump and meat yeah. <laughs> matches to have. That would be a great one. I think one. the thing that Walter does that's really great, it's, it's interesting to call him a special attraction. And I guess because we've only, if you don't watch UK, we've seen him in limited capacity. Um, and they're not wrong because he is great at that. But I think what we've seen is through the matches with Ilya Dragunov and with the matches with Tyler Bate, he actually is able to put on such a good match with any competitor, yes. which a big guy is not always. Uh, I think he does a really good job of always selling the threat of his opponent. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then by the same um, level can just 
just completely murder someone. Like he can absolutely <laughs> squash, but he also knows how to put over a smaller opponent. He knows how to make it feel like a vital, real, important match where you don't know what's going to happen. I think if you move him up to the to the main roster, if he if he eventually makes that move, which he's he's an older guy, isn't he? This he ain't no baby. Yeah. He is. He yeah. is a, a mature around. talent. Man. He might only have a limited run on the main roster. Also, he could potentially go for a lot longer. I'm not going to put a limit on he's, what, oh shit, he's, what he's capable of. Of course. Oh, hell yeah. So, I thought he was older. Yeah, I, I did he was too. Like 37, so, there, so, he's he's still got a lot. so he's got like a good six, seven years before he has to yeah. worry about what's next. I don't think you would get tired of him as quickly as you think right. you might. And that would allow you to build him up to the point where he, he, where he could be a special mm. attraction. Well, we're all hoping that Walter has a long and healthy career, and I will always call him Walter. If you've got more to say about it, feel free to tell us more on Facebook and read more about our thoughts on Twitter. When we come back, we've got some things from wrestling you should know about. That's up next on Tights and Fights. For over a decade, MaxFunCon has been an incredible weekend of learning, connecting, and laughing with folks in the MaxFun community. And... If all goes according to plan, the last regularly scheduled MaxFunCon will take place in Lake Arrowhead from June 3rd to June 5th, 2022. We have a very limited number of tickets remaining. To make them available to the maximum number of people, we'll be opening our waitlist for tickets on January 23rd at 5pm Pacific. That'll be your chance to be first in line to purchase tickets, and we'll go down the waitlist until we're at capacity. More details at MaxFunCon.com. And mark your calendars for Sunday, January 23rd at 5pm Pacific. Welcome back to Tights and Fights. I'm Hal Loveland and I'm joined today by Daniel Rapid and Lindsay Kelk. This week we're going to end the show by sharing some of the joy of wrestling with you. This is the three count. Danielle, what do you want to put over? Uh, uh, so a video went viral last week and I haven't been able to stop watching it. It happens in Vegas. It's on a sidewalk where an obviously possibly inebriated older gentleman is challenging and trying to start a fight with a Michael Jackson impersonator. And so he keeps like advancing while the Michael Jackson impersonator is like clearly trying to like try not to make a fight happen but at one point dude gets in his face and he gets taken down hard and that is when this man realized that this was a professional wrestler unnamed santana jackson who wrestles and also does a michael jackson impersonation and has also like studied mixed martial arts apparently so he just does like this massive takedown I, normally like i've talked about this like real violence is not for me but I do get a little bit of joy when people fuck around and find out, especially considering that like in the clip, you can clearly see that Santana is like kind of giggling and laughing, but trying to like not engage into a fight until he absolutely has to, because like this person keeps starting it. So uh, because they want to be starting something. Nope, Danielle, don't do that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so uh, yeah, uh, that's what I'm putting over uh, because it's fucking hilarious. It's so fucking funny. <laughs> It's pretty. It is pretty unreal. Uh, Lindsay, I'm putting over my two sets of Wrestle Mom and Dads. I'm putting over Ms. and Maurice and Beth and Edge. I keep talking about how much I love this, but I just 
every time I think I've loved it as much as I can, I love it some more. I thought Beth and Maurice did incredible work in the ring this week. Maurice's promo was excellent. Her timing is fucking stellar. I believe every word that she says. When she stood there and is like, you don't want it, I don't want it, they don't want it. I was like, oh my God, she's so fucking good. Mm -hmm. She has been... Mm -hmm. She's better than she's ever been. She's better than she's ever been. Uh, and I think she deserves credit because people have been very much like, well, she's the weak link in this. Like, uh-uh, mm -mm. ain't no weak links. There's no weak links here. And then she clobbered Beth with a brick. Uh, and again, no violence. Please don't hit people with bricks in your purses. But ladies, sometimes a brick in your purse. We've all been there. It's not always a terrible idea. I love it. I'm excited for the match. I never want it to end, though. I know I said this last week, where I was like, I want this at Mania. I want this to keep going. Um, I would love for them to have the double tag match, the intergender tag match, early in the card and then have the ladies face off against each other in the Rumble, because then that keeps it going. Because please, 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 never let this end. <laughs> please, 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 please. It's the least you can do for us. Let us have more Wrestle Mom and Dads. I love it. I know you put it over last week, Lindsay, but yeah, I want to put it over Peacemaker again. Do it. A new episode do came it. out, and it's so good, and John Cena is so funny, and the whole cast is great. It highlights also how great the Suicide Squad movie was, for anybody who missed that. He was also great in that. whole cast was, including my buddy Steve Agee, who I'm happy to see dancing his butt off in those opening credits. <laughs> it's just, I mean, everything about it is really well-crafted, and uh, we get a little extra range out of Cena in this week's episode. So I'm going to put it over. Who knows? I might keep putting it over every week. That's okay. How many times have I put over totes bells? We're all going to be okay. <laughs> That's right. We're just going to keep going. Yeah. John is owed. He's owed. Yeah. He, he put his time in on totes bells. It's time for him to get his peacemaker rub. It really is. <laughs> I want you all to gather in the cigar room to watch Pizza Maker with me. <laughs> Men only. Every Thursday. Uh, we were watching Men this only. week's episode. No spoilers, but there is a scene when uh, John Cena... And I don't even think him of his jeans, John Cena, when I'm watching it, which is why mm -hmm. he's so great. But when Peacemaker consumes an alcoholic beverage and um, a, a legal drug, depending on where he is. Uh, and Jeff, my husband, was like, wait, does John Cena drink? And I was like, well, I can answer that question for you because I have been uh, with he's him in the, in the cigar room. room Not yeah. literally, but yeah, like he, uh, he's having a, a delicious uh, red wine and he's having a brandy in the cigar room with the other gentleman, but no shoes. So like, yeah, I guess I guess he does drink because you would think John Cena strikes with someone that might not yeah. drink because, you know, his body is a temple. Mm -hmm. uh, but no, we, we've seen him have a brandy in the cigar room. So he really sold that scene. I thought that was the best scene of the show when he's imbibing and dancing alone. I thought that was absolutely spectacular. Yeah, that's pretty great. Uh, and I'm so excited to see the rest of the show. That does it for this episode of Tights and Fights. This week, your hosts were Lindsay Kelk and Danielle Radford, along with me, Hal Lublin, who has a bunch of stuff coming out that he cannot talk about. <gasps> oh, no! But it's exciting. You can follow me at Hal Lublin, and if you're a casting director and you're out there listening to this show, I am available. You might not have known that. <laughs> Danielle? Um, yeah, so I, uh, I'm starting a new TTRPG. I believe that starts on the 31st, whatever that Monday is, it's close to that, um, called Kolak. We're going to be on like the Fear Network. Um, it's an uh, uh, AMC affiliated thing, and it's going to be really fun. It, uh, it's like sci-fi and like in the future, and uh, but not in the future. Anyway, whatever. It's really fun, and if you like me doing that kind of thing, go watch me do that thing. Lindsay? I got books, and they're out now. Uh, on a Night Like This is out in the US and Canada at last. It's finally here. 
you can get it in paperback and ebook and audio. You can request it from your libraries. You can buy it wherever you buy books. Uh, or ask your bookshop to get it for you if they don't have it yet. They can get it. They have the power. Uh, I'm really excited. It's getting really good reviews and loads of people have said really nice things about it. So, yeah. Check it out. There is a wrestling reference that people have found and sent it in. Uh, you'll be pleased to know in the book that I'm writing right now, which is out this coming November, I have fully written in the phrase Big Meaty Men. So that's for you guys. That's for you guys. The dream has become real. Our producer, Julian Burrell, is ready for the road already. Senior producer at Maximum Fun is Laura Swisher. Mike Eagle is the voice behind our theme music, so we're putting him over for that. Find links to all of our social media channels in the show notes. If you love what we do, remember to hit those five stars on Apple Podcasts and share us with all your friends. Thank you so much to the Max Fun members who make this show possible. We'll be back next week for more, you guessed it, wrestling. Tyson Bites Podcast. Tyson Bites. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.